Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Paul Travaux from Travaux's Restaurant in Killarney is with us here on the programme because, Paul, you want to try and find ways to, I suppose, entice people to use more cash. Why is that? Hi, Andrea. How you doing? Good. Uh, yeah, so basically I just tweeted there the other day um, with the spiralling costs that uh, most, most businesses are going through at the moment. I'm trying to come up with ways that we can have a controllable cost and that can help out all the businesses. And I don't think people realise just how high credit card commission is in the small businesses. Uh, so basically, for argument's sake, you come in, you're billed 100 euro, use your credit card. Depending on charges or what supplier you're with, the restaurant is going to pay anywhere from 20 cents, maybe up to 2 euro. Could even be a lot higher if it's an international credit card. So there's a massive credit card commission that all small businesses, whether it be bars, restaurants, retail, any, any corner shop, any of that kind of stuff. So if people come in, basically what I'm looking for is for people to come in and just pay old-fashioned, listen to your last segment laughing, thinking about what, what have I achieved since I was 20 or 30. I'm looking to, when we were 20 and 30, everything was paid for cash. You didn't pay with a phone, you didn't pay with a watch, you didn't pay with a credit card. Everything was cash. The amount of money that that could save small businesses is absolutely monumental and right now at the moment we need that more than ever i mean the average cost of a small restaurant just basing it on myself mm. is probably going to be about a thousand euro uh, per month on credit card commission that's a huge bill a huge chunk of money so that's just, going out just paul to explain that this is so this is for the luxury of having whether it be, um the bank of ireland or the aib this is the luxury of actually having that portal by which if I want to pay for my meal and I want to do so on my, my current account or my credit card, tap the card, this is the charge that you subsequently pay then to the bank for having that facility. Yeah, 100%. As simple as that. The banks are wonderful, as we all know. So they basically charge me for doing their work for them. Uh, and, and in America, there's, there's legislation where you can add on the credit card charge onto the, onto the consumer. We don't have that legislation here in the EU. So, so we can't charge on. So I can't turn around and say, listen, you're billed 100 euro but it's going to be 103 if you pay with your credit card because I've got three euro commission to go to the bank. So we don't have that legislation here. So, and I know over the last few years, we were kind of told, oh, cash is evil and you know, we've got to pay everything with you know, digital and credit cards and watches and phones and all that kind of stuff. But the reality of it is, like what well, I tweeted there a couple of months ago, by the time the government comes to do something about the crippling energy costs, it's going to be way too late. So if we can, I would bite your, my right arm off if I could save four or 500 euro a month on credit card charges right now. It would be a huge saving to the small business. Is, is that charge built into the price of the meal? In the sense that if you, whatever dish you pick or, do you know what I mean? Like, is, is it often passed on no, to customers so, in that way? Well, well, personally, we wouldn't because then it's not fair on the person who actually does pay cash. But also, it all depends on the car that you're using. So if you're an American uh, golfing tour or just an American couple or whatever, your commission is far higher because it's deemed an international car. Then if, say, you yourself came in and you just down from Dublin for the weekend, then you're, you're like a small fee. So it's not really built in into the cost of, of, of the meal or the cost of the Mars bar or the cost of a pint. And some places might do it, but uh, I don't think it's fair to be charging everybody a, you know, a flat fee on, in case they use a credit card. So, uh, so we personally don't do that. Well, I mean, look, you, you could obviously, but it, that's not the way yeah. to go. If, okay. if we receive the cash, then that's me. And a lot of people turn around and say, yeah, but if you process cash and lodge cash, then you're going to be hit with bank fees. But you see, well, this but is the thing I, I was going to ask you. Like, like I mean, there's also the luxury, Paul, and, and you know it well. You know, the luxury of having cash in the business. Buying the cash yeah. and the coins is going to cost you money too. So, do, which is the lesser? Well, so the reality of it is, is that if if I receive cash from the paying customer, 
That means I can pay cash to my supplier. It means instead of writing checks, I know that's old-fashioned, or instead of doing direct debit to, my, to, the, to the staff that counts for their wages, we pay them cash, which means they can keep out whatever they need to do because they, all of a sudden they're being charged for debit, direct debit and, and cashing checks as well. So it's a perfect circle that the, basically the cash is just moving around. So in essence, it doesn't really get lodged. It just gets pushed from one to the other. This is why the banks hate it, because they're turning around going, no, and you have people come on, there's no way we can do that, because there's no money for the banks for us circulating cash all the time. And it's a bigger picture as well, because, I mean, if we're happy by going digitalized and doing everything like that, we're basically giving full control to a bank to process our money or for a government to process our money. And that's an alarm bell and maybe a different discussion for another day. Yeah, I I see a text in here from Lara in Dublin who says cash use is now down roughly about 20% of all purchases in many pubs and bars. The horse is actually already bolted. Tapping has become far too convenient, according to Lara. Stay with us, Paul, because I want to bring in another caller on this as well. Carl is on the line um, from Coffee Angel. Carl, are you in agreement with Paul about this? Well, I mean, p- partially. Hi, Andrea. Hi, How Paul. Are you? Good. Um, yeah, I mean, I think any business that's not, you know, Paul. Paul is right. Any business that's not watching their their bottom line and their costs uh, certainly now is, you know, <laughs> they they won't be long for this world. But um, you know, there's 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 you know another side to it. I mean, we have coffee shops in the city centre, and um, you know, cash is you know it's 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 probably less than ten percent of the transactions we deal with now, and. You know, if we went back to cash, all of a sudden our efficiencies kind of grind to a halt. You know, people looking for change or reaching into bags or, you know, I mean, it's it's a much slower way of doing business for us. I mean, the phone and the card tap and go is much more, much more efficient. Um, it would damage our business, certainly, if we went back to cash okay. only. Now, saying that, I mean, Paul is right. You know, I mean, there there are charges um, associated with, with the, you know, the, the credit card's uh, infrastructure, yeah, you know, but there's also the, the charges that we have to pay. If you know, we still have cash. I mean, we still have to send our staff out for an hour to stand in a bank that that you know has, has next to no tellers. You know, where they try to lodge this money, and then you know the bank charges us for for lodging it. So you know, I mean, I think it's a you know, I applaud um, Paul's perspective. I'm not sure if it's a you know would work for everyone. Um, I can't see it working for for Coffee Angel certainly. So so when somebody goes in and they buy a coffee, we'll say three euro, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how, how much of that? What's the cost for you? For for you know, if I pay for the coffee tap on the, the card, processing. Oh, yeah. yeah, it would be the same as as, as Paul's, um, and and probably slightly more expensive for us because sometimes, and, and again, it depends on the card and it depends on the merchant services provider. They might hit you with like a flat fee, you know, where there's one point five cent per transaction plus a percentage. Um, you know, I mean, I, I've I've renegotiated these over the last couple of years, and you know, that's that's kind of down to the business and who you're dealing with. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it, it, it's it's significant, mm. but for us, the efficiency in terms of moving people through our queues, uh, the efficiency of cards would certainly be be of greater benefit than the benefits we get from okay. taking cash. St- stay with us, um, Carl and Paul. Tom is on the line as well in uh, in Galway because, Tom, you work in this area. What are your thoughts on this discussion? Well, um, I-, I suppose our company, Cardfox, uh, works specifically in this area and we understand fully the problems that both these guys are actually experiencing because, you know, the the market has changed significantly even during COVID with, with the regi- with the amount of cash reducing to below 20%. So a lot of businesses have actually seen the cost of their debit and credit card 
processing, you know, increase exponentially. And what we do, our brief really, is to assist businesses in looking at their options from the market uh, and to help them to reduce their processing costs. Now, where we differ from a lot of, um, you know, businesses in this space, we're one of the only independent consultancies. So we don't work on behalf of any one particular bank. Mm. We work on behalf of a range of providers from the market. And what a lot of businesses don't realize is there are actually three different pricing mechanisms available to any business in Ireland. And um, it was interesting to hear what call your last uh, caller said about uh, banks applying fixed fees. So the average transaction value of various different sectors would differ. So in the coffee sector, it may be four to five euro, where in, in the like of uh, Paul's fantastic restaurant in Killarney, it could be 50 euro. So if you apply a flat percentage to 50 euro or a flat percentage to five euro, the figure will be much different, even though it's only one transaction on the same card. So in those circumstances, we try to assist businesses in finding the most suitable price calculation method to suit them. So often it's how the quote from the bank or how the rate is applied is equally or maybe even so more important than the rate okay. itself. Do, do, like, is that, well, actually, Owen is on the line as well. Owen, are you in agreement with this idea of um, perhaps if customers had to pay that credit card commission? No, no. I, 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 honestly, when I heard this coming up, Andrea, I can't believe what I'm hearing. I mean, I, I, these are service providers. They're there to provide their customers with a service. If a customer wants to pay cash, they pay cash. If they want to pay by card, they will pay card. Um, you know, you, you book flights with card, you book your hotel by card. You, I mean, that's the way we go. And you just got to roll. I mean, my wife owns uh, her own business. And, you know, she also has a bit of a complaint about cards, but she says, you know, if, if that's the way people want to pay, I'm providing them with a service and they are paying for the service as they wish. They are the customer and therefore, uh, you know, I suppose that old phrase, beggars can't be choosers. Uh, I mean, what are we going to back to the shilling next? I mean, we, we, we're moving forward. We, we, we've got to progress. If people wanted to pay, I mean, and times are hard enough as it is. Um, you know, people are, if I go out for a meal um, and, and I want to pay with cards, I've worked hard to, to save up for that meal for, for my wife and my children or, or my wife pays. She's worked hard equally for, for the meal. We should be allowed to pay with that however we okay. want. Well, what about yeah. card or cash or anything. Well, what about that, Paul? It's up to the customer to decide how they wish to pay. Yeah, no, look, 100%. But I think, I think he missed my point there. It's not about, uh, it's like, it's, I'm saying here is that we will all have to incorporate the cost into our pricing if this continues. And just because we're going forward, and, and we're not going back to a shilling, by the way, but just because we're going forward, well, we got to look at why. A big alarm bell was about two months ago when we tried to shut down 70 branches of banks from cash in rural Ireland. And everybody turned around and said, hang on a second. And we saw that what that backlash resulted in was that it would stop. Ultimately, what we are saying by going forward and putting everything digitalized means that we have zero control of our finances if anything was to happen. And I think if anything over the last two years, that should have raised a lot of alarm bells with most of us to turn around and say that we could, so they can tell us what we can spend our money on. They can tell us. And if we think that data centers are are gathering enough data on us at the moment, I mean, we will now be telling every single marketing company what we spend, when we spend, at what time of the year do we spend it. They'll know every six months you buy a new pair of shoes. 
So they'd be bombarding you with advertising to go buy your new pair of shoes in six months. It's, it's a very, just because we're going forward doesn't mean going forward is a good thing. So what I'm saying is, is very simply, if you want to pay card, of course pay card. I'm not mm. telling everybody to pay cash. But what I am saying is that that there is a massive cost that's built in. And it's actually a very small world because I was listening for Tom with card, from, uh, from Cardfox there yeah. that he actually changed over with. Tom actually cut my bills in half. So whenever everybody is finished listening to this, trust me, give him a shout on Twitter too, because right. it, it's, it's a brilliant yeah. service that he's providing. But, can I just cut across you for a second, Paul? Because yeah. I just want to finally just own. I want. I want to ask you. Like you, you say, your your wife is in business. I mean, if she's a small business operator, she she knows the same as Paul only too well the cost of doing business. I mean, I would have thought that if anything, you'd nearly be advocating for something like this. Yeah, no, but but I mean, I think her her both the way she her outlook on it is yes, costs are rising. But she also understands that she's extraordinarily lucky. Um, I mean, she opened her business just before COVID. And unfortunately, COVID, she, she was open for a few months, had to shut down for almost two years and open back up. She knows she's extraordinarily lucky to be able to um, to be able to run her own business and to be employed and to be able to employ another person, actually, which is a fantastic thing. But she knows that there's a cost of, doing, of running her own business. And, and you know, she always, her thing is always, and she's a perfectionist in every way and everything she does. But she's also very conscious of customers are, you know, uh, I suppose they're very fickle and they can be and they should be. That, you know, if, 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 if I suppose, and look, I, I understand what Paul is saying. It's not, mm, okay. and I'm being obviously facetious saying that going back to the... Uh, yeah, back. yeah, no, no, I get that. <laughs> but what yeah. I'm saying is, I suppose what we need to do is, I... I, I would just be, I would be loath to ever ask uh, a customer okay. or to well, sort of encourage people only to use one method of payment. That was, I suppose that's my main point. Yeah, do you know what? Stay with us and Paul, stay with us there too. We are just going to take a very short break and we're going to continue with this in just a few moments. Yeah, just a few moments ago here in Lunchtime Live, we were talking to uh, Paul Travaux from Travaux's Restaurant in Killarney and we've had quite a number of callers actually getting in touch with us about this and Paul is still with us on the line. He was just making the point that if customers had to pay the credit card commission that businesses must pay to the bank for each of the um, the the the, uh, the the credit card transactions. Would more people use cash instead? And we've had, as I said, a lot of people getting in touch with us about this. The number is five three one zero six. If you do want to give us a shout, Brenda is on the line in Tipperary. Brenda, how do you feel um, about businesses? We'll say, for instance, like if they were to only look for people to you know to take card or take cash. What's your view on that? Well, I would be very against, Andrea, a card-only system. Uh, I think it is actually destructive uh, in society for a lot of reasons. Uh, I think it rules out a whole sector of the population, um, elderly in particular, uh, who may not have uh, digital accounts. There are also a lot of people, um, again, the ones I know are all elderly, who just have their old age pension. They have no bank account at all. You know, they go, they collect their pension and they live out of that cash for the week. Um, people who don't have computers, I know you can do digital banking on the phone, but mm. there are sectors of it you have to use a computer. So by definition, if you bring in a cashless society, you're eliminating all this section. And then you are withdrawing all that local money out of the local community and pushing it off to one of the bigger centres that they'll have to go to. So I'm very against it. Yeah, cash is king. Yes, and I also think, I think the restaurants will have to pass it on because, in fairness, if I go out for a cup of coffee, I expect the cost to reflect what it costs that 
coffee shop owner to run the coffee shop, employ his staff and provide me with the coffee. I don't expect to be paying the bank. Okay, so you have, think they will, I can see why they have to do it, you know? Yeah. I mean, just on the point, though, about um, when you say about, you know, elderly people and their, and their view on, on, you know, using using cards and yes. the sort of yeah. the, the incentive or the enticement to get more people nearly to use cards sometimes. Yeah. Like, is there a feeling, Brenda, of being a little bit left out in all of this? Sidelined, I think so. I think so. I mean, I, I noticed it there with the COVID. Um, I, I saw it in shops, you know. Um, elderly people were coming in either escorted by obviously a grandson or a granddaughter who who got the cash through the card for them or whatever um, or maybe they sent the carer down having given them the PIN number and I think it's neither fair to the old person nor to the, the carer that that is done. I understand it had to be done because of the isolation requirement but it was still wrong and it compromised those people. Okay. I see a text in here from Mick as well who says we were in Holland recently in holidays all of the supermarkets and most restaurants would not accept visa even though it's visa debit it wasn't accepted they said the visa charges were far too high I had to I, I had a MasterCard also wasn't accepted we actually had to go off and look for ATMs to try and get cash yeah. says Mick yeah. um, J- James and the other thing I'd be worried about sorry Andrea, no go on ahead Brenda the other thing I'd be worried about down the line you remember back um, I don't know the exact details, but you remember how the bank in Cyprus took control of all the people's money? I think that could happen here, theoretically. Okay. Well, hopefully hopefully not. We'll leave that maybe for a discussion for, for another day. But let me bring in James as well, Brenda. James is on the line in Dublin. Uh, what point, James, did you want to make on this? Hi, Andrew. Good afternoon to yeah, you. Andrew, just, for, one, just one thing I think it was Owen who happened to mention about airlines and stuff like that. Um, you know, you have to use credit cards. They actually have a commission charge. The same. Last week, I went to the cinema and I was charged uh, one ninety to pay with credit card. So, uh, you know, obviously the likes of the airlines and organisations like cinemas are passing the charge on. So, and I think Paul makes some very, very good points with, with taxi drivers with ourselves. Um, from next week, actually, it's going to be mandatory for all taxi drivers in Ireland to actually accept credit cards. We're going to be the only business in the state, actually, that's mandatory. We have to take credit cards. And if we don't accept them, uh, we face a €200 euro fine. And that kicks in from next week. I know we've from had a lot, of, a lot of discussion, actually, about that, James. And yes. in recent weeks, people, you know, complaining about the fact that they can't get a taxi driver or will only take cash only. But yes. So it's from yeah. next week that kicks in. From next week now, that kicks in. So that won't be an issue anymore. So if people are starting to say, oh, I flag down a taxi and you wouldn't take card by law, we have to take card. So, but as, as Paul did at the initial uh, conversation about charges. Paul's still with us. He's on the line. Yes. Yeah. Hiya. Good um, afternoon, you, Paul. Um, with yeah. reference to ourselves, um, we would pay between 2 and 3% on every transaction. Of like I've been taking credit cards for about ten years. I remember when it was forced into juice for a very minimum amount of taxis who had them. We were paying ten percent per transaction. Now, as I said, thankfully, with more operators come into the market, it has come down. But for taxi drivers, that's something as well. Another charge that we will have to take in now another two or three percent loss on airfares because having to. But is that is, is is that though to, to the bank to, to you know to the bank merchant for actually having the facility, James, or is that to uh, some of the kind of operators that you work through in terms of getting work? No, that would be the actual banks. Like you know, the, what they, some of the operators what they have done is they've said to us, look, 
you go to this particular company, they will um, give you a card reader, you pay between 50 and 100 euros for a small little card reader, and then every time you do your process a card payment, it's between 2 and 3%. Some of them actually charge up to 4%. So, you know, so that's another fee that, you know, we can't... Mm. Uh, Pass on to pass on to customers yeah. either. Do, do you know what's interesting, Paul, in all, in all of this? Most of the texts that have come in, and Brenda made the point, and, and uh, another caller made the point as well there a few moments ago. Um, I mean, the the vast majority of the people getting in touch with us today, they don't seem to mind if you put the the, the additional cost onto customers. You know what I mean? That it's paid for. You see, the, 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 the problem is is that it's you know slowly, slowly catchy monkey, as they say, and and James is spot on again as to what he's saying that the fee might be nominal at, their, at, the, at the moment. But if you, so if I get a, a payment on a credit card on a Friday, that doesn't go into my account until Monday afternoon. That's so Friday, right, Saturday, yeah. Sunday, credit card transactions don't get lodged into your own account. Mm. So that means the bank has them for three days. And I can tell you now for a fact, the bank aren't just sitting looking at them in their bank. That's gone off, that's, they're being invested, it's coming back and the banks are making more money off your, off your transaction. So let's just say that's the way it is now. And again, when Owen said, listen, you can't tell me to pay cash, I'm not. But also on the flip side of that was that you can't tell me to use credit card or digital payments, which is ultimately what we're saying. So let's say we all move to digital payments and now the banks turn around and far from it from the banks trying to pull a swift one like this. But how about the banks turn around and say, listen, all your seven day lodgements from Monday to Sunday, they're actually not going to go into your account until the following Monday. And you're going, what do you mean? Well, because you've no choice now. And you know that 1% fee we're charging with you now. Well, it's actually now 5% that we're charging you. And now all of a sudden, the person who's saying, I don't mind paying an extra 50 cent or 2 euro or 3 euro, now there's 10 euro going on for it. Yeah, and so it's an entirely, we, entirely yeah, different so. co- conversation for sure. I see a text in here from Brian uh, in Brian's Coffee in Dunleary. He says, tapping cards has, has created great efficiency for us. But our question, however, our staff have seen a drastic decline in tips despite us having a tap to tip machine. That comes in from Brian. Column and Leash says, I recently paid for a hotel room in the Midlands by cash and I was asked for photo ID. It costs less than 150 quid, says Column. Keep the text coming into us, 53106. Listen, Paul, thanks a million, James and Brenda as well, for getting in touch with us here on the programme today. Still to come, we're going to talk about road signs and, uh, well, in particular, road signs being vandalised and whether is that really the way to promote the Irish language? Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.